Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Last Minute Kickout. As always, I am Pete Times Creed Nemico, joined once and always by one Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Hello, everybody. And one John Turbo Finley. Greetings. And we are here to talk about. I was about to say Hell in the Cell. That's later. We're here to talk about WrestleMania Backlash. Because, you know, why not have another WrestleMania pay-per-view just to... It couldn't just be standard Backlash. We have to we have to make people understand that instead of it being the Backlash of WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania's Backlash. A bit I'm like su- a backwash. I, I'm surprised that they didn't just uh, take the old uh, UK touring uh, schedule name and uh, call it WrestleMania Revenge Tour. Yeah, That's what the rest of the year is, John. It's it's all a rest, like especially when we get twice in a lifetime. That is the WrestleMania Revenge Tour, all the way round for twelve months until we get back to the next set of WrestleMania. Bring mm. back Insurrection. That's what the uh, the UK version of SummerSlam will be if we ever get it again. Yeah, I don't, it, that, uh, hell, no, I don't no. even I don't even think that that's copyrighted as a pay per view name. So if AEW comes over here and they call, they it, call insurrection, it insurrection, insurrection, just as a that'd be funny, it would that be entertaining. Be. But yes, we are here to talk about WrestleMania backlash, the greatest of the WrestleMania backlashes. I, I don't like they even made a point at the beginning of the main show of like backlash has followed wrestlemania for so long but there's never really been another pay-per-view with wrestlemania in its name so why did you do it i mean uh, one, i'm pretty certain there actually has been no isn't there, isn't, wasn't there isn't it wasn't has there been an in your house which was something something no well what well, what was it in in your house did have like past uh pay-per-views anyway. in it like like in your house uh uh i think no mercy might have been one i know i know no uh, i know no mercy been has a, been a uk uh, and a us one yeah. but it, it it follows wwe logic of you know that thing that you know well we're gonna tell you that you know it we what didn't need to it? be told that backlash followed wrestlemania we had noticed which is why when Backlash went away, we were really sad and wanted Backlash back. back and then when it came back, they felt, oh, we need to remind people this because it's been gone for so long. It was only gone for like a couple of years. It's been the same pe- since we lost the swinging, you know, pendulums of death. Well, that's, about, one, that's been I'll 18 be, years. I'll just bring back the old topic of I wish they could get rid of like gimmick pay-per-view names and we could actually have them be, you know, what they're meant to be. Uh, in other words, in other news, Hell in the Cell's coming up, folks. Pulled forward as well, yeah. just to throw just just to throw away our our point of anniversariness, you know. Yeah, like, they've totally the screwed ours. Forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Oh yeah. Um, we didn't watch the pre-show, so Seamus Seamus and Ricochet were on the pre-show. Had a really Which good is... match, from what I've been told. Yeah, um, from... it's 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 a shame because I do like ricochet and his athleticism and whatnot but really they've just been under utilizing them a lot and it kind of showed in this haphazard kind of like match that they put together yeah it the feud you ever had in the coat the joke is that it's the, the two irishmen seamus and rick o'shea that's been going ah. around 
That's you, you, the you, that's the way that they're going with this. Uh, you haven't seen SmackDown, have you? I try not to nowadays. I'll be honest with you. Uh, cool. Right. Well, uh, then you're unaware that Corbin and uh, Shinsuke are fighting over the oh, they, crown. I know, I know they're fi- I know they're fighting over the crown. You know that you know, the King of the Ring crown that that Corbin's had for over two years. Two years. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't think of anything else to do with Corbin. What, where's there to go after being a king? He was a baron, then he was a king. king. Where do you go from there? Emperor of the Ring doesn't exist. Yet. Uh, ba- well, well, he's actually, baron, well, he was a constable. Actually, was, if you uh, wanted to go that way, you could do that with Shinsuke, because then it kind of lends itself. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, we're just going to talk about the main card, and we're probably going to breeze through it yeah, relatively quickly, because this was a. It felt like a really short pay per view, which I'm not complaining about. No, which is good. Um, but yeah, I, it, it just... I, in, in terms of it, I liked the pay-per-view. There were... Was that... There was one really dumb part, but I liked the pay-per-view as a whole. I, I, I'm looking at this card, Pete, and I can't think what match it is that you could possibly think was dumb. Oh, I, I, um... I got a good idea of what he might think it was dumb. <laughs> I'll tell you what, both of you have a guess and I'll tell you if you're right. Why don't we start with you, John? What yeah. match do you think <laughs> I, I would dumb? Hmm. The match I think here is absolutely d- uh, dumb in your eyes, Pete. Bank of Bayleira versus Bailey. Incorrect. Kevin, it's your turn to have a go at the car. Ah. What match do you think I think was dumb? Um, is it Was it Zack Snyder versus the Advertising Standards Commission? No. Was it? <laughs> but yes, no, it was that match. That match yeah. was fucking stupid. It was. Uh, um, like, oh, so, so, so it wasn't a bait and switch. Okay, fair enough. No. Uh, if I if I was going to bait and switch you, it would have been the almighty train uh, uh, sword fucking match. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's go down the card then. Yes. Uh, starting from oh, the top. John. What match came first? Why don't you start us off? Yeah, well, yep, we have uh, Rhea Ripley defending her uh, SmackDown, uh, not SmackDown, Raw, Raw Women's Championship against Asuka and the the Omni Flair, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Omni Flair. Hey, that's her thing. That, that, that's her thing on the Wrestle Talk uh, news. Oh. It's like that, that's that's the thing that they've been constantly doing. It's embedded in my brain now. It's the. I, I'll tell you player. what. Since since you brought up Wrestle Talk, I will point out the thing that they posted, which was fucking hilarious. Oh. Is that every previous women's title match, like that she's been challenging for, she's always been an afterthought to be put into the match. It's always been a singles match, and then she's been added to it to be a triple threat match. Hmm. It's fucking dumb. Like, uh, there was there was a lot about this one. There was, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll gloss over the Corella Deville. I thing. liked it. I didn't like her yeah. actual ring Dalmatian gear. Yeah, the Dalmatian gear looked silly. The, 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 the gown looked. Yeah, silly. the gown. The gown made it look alright because that that you could see. The influence of what uh, what the character of Cruella Deville is from the outfit from the full outfit, but when you took when they took out the now getting friendly with Sonya Deville and then (laughs) then becoming Cruella Deville, um, 
Charlotte There's... Deville. <laughs> Charlotte Deville. Uh, I, I anyway, she Charlotte came out and started being Charlotte. Um, including getting at Oscar, like, you can't beat me! She literally fucking beat you the raw before! <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, it's like, the story, story is all over the place, but... Uh, I mean... It, it wasn't was, a bad match. It was just... How it was, like... The problem, with, the, pro- the problem with what you're saying there, John, is that that exact sentiment couldn't be repeated throughout most of the evening yeah it's not a bad match but the story is weird and just random i mean we can we can just copy paste that over to the entirety of wwe as well let's be honest mm-hmm. um i i applaud that i applaud how hectic it was I, yeah I because, especially that. the end yeah the end when was, it was really like, good it was, like, it was pretty much just like i'll just throw something at somebody and, and hope it does it because everyone had kind of run out of things to do apart from riptide obviously Mm-hmm. Ends up being the pinfall, but I'll tell you something: the amount of whiffs, air, air kicks, and just I'll, I'll fling myself into the surface. So, so you're going to say that this is when, whenever uh, uh, Matthew sorts out his oh, uh, issues God, with yeah. uh, copyright and whatnot, you're going to see this on Botchermania <laughs> heavily. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot. Have you not seen that there's a new Botchamania channel already? Oh, there is. All right. Okay. It's it's called Botchamania again. There it is. Forever. (laughs) Forever. That'll probably be the next one. Botchamania forever. Yeah. Uh, No, no, it'll be Botchamania now and then Botchamania. Botchamania then. (laughs) Botchamania together. Uh, yeah, they they're doing a, a Charlotte. Charlotte was Charlotte, and she got to do her um, uh, the fantastic athletic move she can do, which we've talked about many times. Mm-hmm. The um, double, the double back, low clothesline to the stomach from a backflip, which I believe is called a moonsault, but it's just her doing a standing. Backflip, which is very impressive, but it just ends up with her just going Kroom, into something right. stomach briefly. I I, um, I do re- I do recall her double um, um, natural selection. Uh, natural selection, yeah, yes, no, that, yes. That that's that that's a very good example of people flinging themselves headfirst into the mat. <laughs> In that one, uh, that 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 was very obvious. In fairness, though, Charlotte herself actually did, did the move really well, but it was just mm-hmm. the, the timing was all off, and it just did look like. It was a bit weird. Oscar, uh, I, I don't know. I think I just, I'm just sorry for Oscar at the minute. But there's, they're doing. They're not doing enough with Rhea or Bianca for me to put them over as to this absolutely massive threat. I thought Rhea looked pretty ordinary in that match. She did, absolutely, 110 percent mm. agree. Um, I, I feel like. Well, there's been this whole um, feeling that nobody knows if Rhea's actually a face or a heel right now in that sort of position. Like, there's apparently been, uh, it's been reported that, like, on the, uh, what's it called? The Thunderdome screens, that, that when the people are actually watching, they get told to 
like cheer for Rhea when she does a heel thing. <laughs> and so like and the way the commentators are putting her across is also very confusing. Also, again, if when they're on when we're on Raw, just just her rad just keep, continues going. You're a loser. That Charlotte Flair is just. And I, she is. I a mean, loser. yeah, she's not. Yeah, but at the same time, it's the way she's doing it is not very facey. And no, no, no. And it's very WWE saying in in the ESA, you've got to do this, as opposed to what the character would do. Mm. I mean, at, at the at the end of it, like the correct person won. Yes, but in such a way that we're still kind of left guessing. About it, it feels very watered down from the NXT character. Mm. It feels like WWE writers have got to to her. Are character you saying? Are you saying that it might feel like um, a Viking Express? Or an experience, I'm not quite sure. One of the two. Um, we can debate it afterwards, perhaps with additional names. Um, but uh, I worry Viking about experience. Rhea. This is the Ripley experience. That's what Ripley, this is. Well, the Ripley experience is a lot <laughs> is a lot less than it was, and I worry. It's I worry word. because we already we already knew that Vince didn't get. Mm. Of course, Vince is. Like, Vince doesn't get many times. Doesn't like, get many of the people. What are you talking about? Vince McMahon is the most up-to-date person in the fifteenth century. But yeah, no, I worry about Rhea and where that's going. Oscar's sort of in holding pattern as jobber to the stars at the minute, pretty much. Um, and and Charlotte Flair is. I am Charlotte Flair, and that's her entire character. I'm gonna get this championship. Charlotte Flair's character is, is literally I, like it's is the Charlotte Flair that's eating its own tail. <laughs> I feel I feel what we're gonna see from Charlotte is she's gonna go into this uh, tailspin of um, what's the this I can't remember the correct word for it, but it's like she she feels like she deserves to be there and privilege. Like she, she's not getting no no privilege isn't the right word. Um, she feels like she, delusional. Uh, she's very delusional about her position like she right. feels like she deserves to be there and we're just gonna we're probably just gonna see Rhea hold the belt I imagine yeah. until SummerSlam and then she'll probably lose it to Charlotte in some gimmick match of some yeah. variety Again, which will be the first match we've ever seen for women to do yeah as introduced and then, by Steph and then Rhea will probably get lost in the shuffle yeah and then, no, she'll, she'll move to Smackdown Feud there briefly, and then she get lost in the shuffle. But yeah, Charlotte. I know what they try to do with Charlotte, which is this, you know, this, this slightly meta thing of you say playing into the delusion that we think that the audience thinks that she has. But unfortunately, in terms of you know the the entitlement and what have you, as, as John was saying. But it no, you're not you're not making fun of us that way, WWE. We we legitimately think that. <laughs> we we just agree now. That's all that that's all, all that happens. We just go, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving onwards, let's talk about uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships with uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode uh, against the Mysterios. Ray and Dominic. Ray. And yeah. Dominic. 
Now, this actually had a very interesting story going into it, being on the pre-show, which we didn't watch. Um, Dominic got attacked by the Dark Dogs, uh, and Ray had to go out there on his own, and he couldn't find a replacement tag team partner, okay? Yeah, he just thought, okay, I'll go on my own, do it my own, go the whole nine yards. And then they would talk about, you know, uh, they would have this story of, like, Ray's getting beaten down by by uh, Ziggler and Rude until Dominic would make the courageous, you know, babyface, you know, uh, march down the amp, went limping away, gets in there, gets the hot tag, and then he'll, he'll be able to beat up. No, he gets beaten up as well when he gets attacked. Well, Come it, on! It, it was made to look like kind of a chump in that segment unfortunately yeah that, that again going back to what we said it's like what's going on with the writing guys come on yeah. it's, we, we, it's he was made, he was made to look like he's a young kid he's out of his depth which is not the case because he's he's been oh. able to hold his own several times it's just uh oh. granted yes he's not one all the time but he's still held his own and he's you know how how long has he been on the main card it's like about eight months now dominic yeah dominic oh we had eight months with seth rollins and buddy murphy alone yeah so you know i would have thought it's like he had enough experience now you know yeah. he's a bloody mysterio for christ's sake i just find it weird that we we have the kid who took that massive beating with the kendo stick which ranks up there with one of the biggest beatings anyone has taken in wrestling in the mm. last decade Excuse me, throat. Dominic Mysterio debuted uh, back in March nineteenth, two thousand and nineteen. So that's like May... over wow a year now, or it's like two years coming up. Wow. So been truncated yeah. a bit. I thought, well, I, Grant... thought I, I thought you were going to turn around and say like in nineteen. <laughs> In 1999, <laughs> 1999 debut. Um, they, yeah, I it was it was it was it was very again kind of weird and to um the the dogs though, so really nice moves. Well, they have worked together for a good yeah. while, so obviously they've they've been able to put in some tag team flair and whatnot. I can say, which is good. I mean, normally sometimes when you just pair two singles together and. You know, they don't really have much in the way of like uh What was, cooperative... what was the one they did what was the one they did into the Famouser? Robert Root did uh, something into the Famouser. I can't remember what it was now. Was it like a belly to back suplex into the Famouser or something like that? Really? I thought I thought it was like a heart attack. Uh, oh, I, oh, it was something like that. I, well, I can't remember what it was. This is the problem. But I remember, I remember seeing remember seeing but hey, that's nice. It's yeah, you know, good good tag team stuff. Um hmm. but yeah. My entire problem with this match, which I uh, wrote on the LMC Discord while the pay-per-view was happening, is that it just felt like they tried to do an entire match and make it another David versus Goliath thing. Like, which is with... always the case with the Mysterios, or like with Ray yeah. in with general. Ray. With Ray, yeah. yeah. And, and, they, they, and they, made, they made note of that when he, when he came out. Oh, he's made a career out of you know being the underdog. Yeah, but the they didn't need to. Man. That's, that's that's the problem. The problem is that they didn't need to do it. Yeah. 
Again, and... doesn't again. Dominic's got the title. Dominic got the pin, but he didn't do much when he was out there. Yeah, and also and... when he won it and whatnot, he didn't like. If I won the tag team titles with uh with my family member and whatnot, I would be more, you know, uh, ecstatic, more, you know, emotional. Mm. It's like. It was, Dominic it didn't show something. any of that. He lacked. He lacked any emotion. I, it was one of those he, things he, I think where the the lack of crowd really hurt it. Yeah. I don't know if if a crowd would have worked. I think Dominic still. I think. Needs it, I think if there work. was a. I think if there was a crowd there, they wouldn't even be infused by this match. I'll be honest. It was. It, mm. uh, I'm it so. Seventeen minutes this went on for, by the way. I'm so like nonplussed with like listening to the crowd reaction on a WWE stage at the moment. Like <laughs> the canned work. Exactly. Like at least with um AEW you've got some live crowd there. Mm-hmm. Some. And in and in NXT you do have some crowd there as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it, I think the entire WWE stuff is suffering. But then again, I think this match it, it would have suffered more from a live crowd. So we'll see. We'll see how it's going to go. It does say a lot, though. When it wasn't that long ago, we were saying about how great the SmackDown tag scene is, and we've got Ziggler and Rude who are champions for well over a hundred days, and. You could have fooled me, and they go, and it's, it's it's Ziggler and Rude, a couple of guys who created literally had nothing for, mm. versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, who they're not writing properly, and who else is in the tag scene? Uh, oh, you, you've got uh... you've got the uh, American Academy of um... Otis and. Uh, uh... Chad Gable. Chad Gable, yep. Another You've got... two people that creative nothing for. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm more entertained that they broke up a tag team to put Otis with another tag partner. And then, you know, fired his old tag partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming, sucker. <laughs> um, You've got... Oh, my God. It's WWE's version of Private Party. I always forget. Uh, oh, Street Profits. Street Profits. Street Profits, Are they still on yep. SmackDown? Yep. Um, of course they are. Uh, Bianca Belair's there. Oh, that's true. That's true. Of course they would be. I say, of uh, oh be, my but... god! Who who else is on the SmackDown yeah, tag team? There, there's at least there's at least one other team. I mean, uh, the the Lucha Dragons. The two of the Lucha Brothers are still there. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. The two. Right. The yeah, Lucha House. Uh, oh, L- Lucha House Lucha Gathering. <laughs> the one. Luch- yeah. Luch- the, like the the way they've been doing the entire um smackdown tag scene though is just to like stick them all in a, a, a match and just make them fight each other that's what it is just stick it all in a cauldron and see what boils over mm. so <laughs> are you sure are you sure it's not just the writers backstage and like they're just getting got they've got they've got a ring with with all their various figures and that's the writing it's just like it's like ah, ah and now you're and fight it- as well <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, I mean, SmackDown definitely feels very 
uh, pre two thousands attitude era on SmackDown right now. It's oh. just instead of the McMahon Helmsley in every TV slot, you've got uh, you got the Roman Dynasty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with every TV slot. So it's just unfortunate that like while I'm enjoying the Roman Reigns stuff mm. right now and everything that goes on, the the, well, it's not over. Well, a little bit is oversaturation. It's it's. It, there's also that. It's, there's also that much of a visible gap in terms it's, it's, of quality. It's less oversaturation it's... and more less saturation of who of everyone else on the card. Like I, but I could, I could quite happily have more Roman Reigns. Is what I'm saying. More of that or that entire thing, but what but I'm saying from the expense of everyone else. No, you're missing what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not sick of the Roman Reigns stuff. If I was sick of it, it would be oversaturated. The problem is, is that we're not getting enough of anybody else. It's it's not it's not oversaturation of Reigns. It's undersaturation of the rest of the card. Yeah, there it is. No, I, I I get you entirely there, Pete. Um, what's going to be is, is how they're going to address the multiple Usos and everything else going on as to whether or not they actually keep on top of that or it starts to unbalance it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it, but yeah, Dominic won and there was a, there was a celebration, which I mean, it is a, it is a, it's a great achievement. It's a nice thing that, you know, the father son tag team. Well, it's what Ray wanted before he, like was gonna officially yeah, retire, yeah, yeah. So. and it's also and it's also a, it's a claim for WWE to put on a pedestal. It's like first ever, you know. I mean, I the, the, the real then, the real question the real question is, how are they gonna treat them going forward? Are we gonna continuously see uh, individual matches where Dominic gets jumped beforehand, and we have a two on one handicap match before Dominic limps down to Dom- the ring every we're, week? We're, we're gonna see, we're gonna see a entire run where Dominic's not made to look like a credible threat uh, before they lose immediately at Hell in a Cell or the pay per view after that. Yeah, shall we, shall profits. We, why not? Shall we talk about? Um, the massive seven minute ad that felt like it went on for an hour give batista uh, what he wants pete no it's jack oh. snyder give ja- what jack snyder wants jack Zach snyder <laughs> jack <laughs> snyder the brother like zach zach, zach went snyder. on to- zach's- matt cardona snyder it's all yeah but it's this this thing it's right. felt like, zach, like right. out, outside of the match itself it's just this entire thing just felt like it went on way too long. The the most entertaining thing I got out of this match didn't even happen in the match. It was everybody going to Batista and blaming him for sending zombies. That's what I was more entertained by. Oh, uh, dear. No, the, the, Batista... best, the best thing of the entire match was after the match when we found out that one of the zombies was Scotty Too Hotty. That was the best bit of the match. Uh, I, I was I like, like, ah, <laughs> just... I think he I, I, came out from under the desk, actually. Remember rightly? Uh, he might have been, yeah. Th- this was all kinds of, like, stupidly... St- just stupid uh, entertainment um, at the at the highest of what WWE can put it at. Yeah, because... It needed more Snickers. 
that took you a second then picked it <laughs> no it didn't take me a snickers it's just it was so dumb i didn't have a problem oh, responding to it. bless um bless Miz and morrison there, 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 there oh, were uh... i mean what was it i'm quite sure somebody said i think it was john you said something about this match in discord and i instantly replied to turn around and went if you need somebody to shill use the Miz." Um, yes, except we can't now because he's we injured stuck now. him in this and we finally got him injured properly. Um, I, oh, fuck's sake. We, 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 we lost the Miz thanks to this. Mm-hmm. Um, however, good news, everybody. Your Royal Rumble winner for, for next year is going to be probably this really jacked up version of the Miz. Um, yeah. Yeah, he is yeah, probably going to come back looking like a million bucks. It, to be it, fair, uh, there's the, the money ma- maker, and then there's the how how, else is call the how many times have we actually said the Miz needs some time off? Like he is there. All they the are going to miss him badly because he's the one guy. He's he's the he's the Jericho now. He's the one guy that can make or any of the celebrity stuff work. Booker was putting him over like crazy. Um, the other day and saying look you know he, he made a point of going over and congratulating him for the bad bunny match because it was the biz that made it look Good. so yeah. freaking amazing and more than it could ever possibly be um, yeah but we've, we've finally got Miz injured it's a depending upon what you hear it's quite a serious injury yeah it's like an ACL tear or it's bad, bad. It, and it's another one of these things actually where he's he getting through that match because there was a heck of a lot of stuff involving the leg and he was putting the figure four on and all sorts of stuff after the fact where you really do cringe yeah sorry i I don't mean to interrupt too much but i literally went to the mrs wikipedia because i i'm unsure of how bad as it says he's been eaten by zombies at elimination chamber february 21 miss would successfully cash in money in the bank to drew mcintyre after McIntyre was assaulted by Bobby Lashley starting his second reign with WWE Championship. However, Miz would lose the championship to Lashley on March the first episode of Raw, ending his reign only eight days. After this, Miz and Morrison feuded with rapper Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. At WrestleMania 37 in April, Miz and Morrison were defeated by Bad Bunny and Priest. At WrestleMania Backlash, Miz lost to Damian Priest. After the match, he was eaten by zombies. <laughs> well, they, they said, said that, didn't they? After the fact, they just... Um, on the pay per view, on the pay per view, it was. And Morrison said, like, when he returns, he'll never be the same again. Yeah, I was saying, I was saying in, in the Discord as well. And it's like this is the first time I've ever seen a PG zombie flick. Uh, on <laughs> so I think it's like because I never thought that you know zombies could ever be advertised well for a PG audience, but nope. WWE's proved like me wrong. I like the idea of Miz coming up, coming back, a Jack to hell. And B being this like really fucking broken version of the Miz, like there's something really wrong with him, and no one could, so, no one's quite sure where he is. So you're telling me that it's like Moneymaker Fort Knox? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, all the gold bars, all the gold yeah. bars for all the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see what you're doing. There. He could be the next John Cena. Wasn't he already already got to try how- to be that? So is he going to beat himself at WrestleMania? What's yes? Uh, hey, it's, if it's, somebody can do it, it's going to be. It's Miz. it's the twice. It's the real twice in a lifetime, Miz John Cena. But they had twice. They've had twice in a lifetime already. They've had it twice. It'd be the third time. 
Yeah. Because that, well, the, the second the second one was a tag match, mm-hmm. effectively. But it, uh, it was yeah. not. It was a. It was a. It was a. You are cordially invited. To this wedding, <laughs> it was a that's wedding not invitation. It wasn't anything that. That said, anyway. everybody go back and watch Total Bella bullshit because oh my fucking god, that is funny. Anyway, shall we talk uh, about uh, the Bailey match featuring Bianca Belair? Absolutely, they is absolutely. And by the way, you may notice we didn't mention Damian fucking Priest at all because he was shit. Next, uh, I mean, he was alright. There was but a not. point where the Miz and Priest were working together, which I actually enjoyed. When both yeah. of them turned to each other and just went, "We're in the middle of fucking zombies. Let's just yeah, do let's something. Take, take out the zombies." Yeah. Uh, but yes, B- Bianca Belair versus um, whatever version of Bailey this is. Super Mega Heel Bailey. It's. I I call it obnoxious, but uh, yeah, like. Overbearing, obnoxious. Um, I, I, is, I, I think like, Bailey I, 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 you, you can. Bailey yeah. is my role model. Yes, like, <laughs> your my your role model to a T because you can handle it. I can. Uh, there you go. It's sad because this because this Bailey, we know nothing's going to happen with this Bailey because she's had her time and then she's going to be in the mix but not there and then. Then Becky's gonna come back, and then it's gonna be Becky, and she's gonna be just sort of there, and she's gonna be just sort of there for a really long time. Um, I was, I, I always call this look of Bailey a riot squad Bailey because it looks like she should be in the riot squad. Just, I don't know why. It just the way, just her outfit. I just, it, I does feel like, it does feel like she needs, she, she should have a faction, really, doesn't it? Ba- you know, yeah, Bailey well, do, you know what Bailey should do. Bailey should go with Oscar because Oscar needs top. Bailey and Oscar head to NXT and become like the because they want the tag titles so they can be true Grand Slam champs because they introduced more titles so they want them and then they could just be down there and work with the young talent and do all the stuff that they need to do down there. They get their reigns and be actors, actors, you know, as Oscar did with the NXT title as like, like gatekeeper. And that gets them off TV for a bit mm-hmm. and they can come back again six months time after they've done this and have impetus again. So anyway, Bianca Belair defeated Bailey. I mean, it's set up for them in Hell in a Cell and to use anything they want to, really, isn't it? Like, oh, like, that's, effectively. That's, you that's, know, that's what they're set up for. I mean, I'm now looking at it now. The 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 usage of the hair through with the, the cell. cage. Yeah, that that's pretty much writing it for for itself, I suppose. So, if they take the belt off Bianca at Hell in a Cell. It prove it, it go it shows that they don't have faith in her as the the champion for the women's division. I feel like one of those women's belts is changing at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I I almost wouldn't be surprised if both of them do. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Bianca's really frustrated with me because I can see what's there. Same here. And yet, and yet, what's coming out isn't it. 
she's she's the entire hair I, gimmick so far, which I, I mm. which again I get, and and there's a cultural thing there too, which is yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and have and they had this really important moment at Mania, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't feel like it's been capitalized upon. She just feels like a wrestler with hair. I I I'll which... agree with that. Like they, I've seen Bianca be better than this, hmm. and um. Granted, that that high that high from WrestleMania has now simmered down, and you know she's not get uh, she's not getting to that like uh, you know that decent you know kind of like level where she needs to be as where champion. Where did you see her be better? The question, the answer to that question is NXT. Well, well of course, yeah. Yes, the same with half the stars that have come from NXT have all been better on NXT. We get watered down versions that don't get to live up to everything they can do because they don't have as much freedom on the main card. And that's why, like, you're never going to have a Bianca Belair that's as strong. Like, I hate the whole EST gimmick as well. It it annoys me that they try and find a new word that EST fits in. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there, well, there's tons of words that ha, that you have it's, EST in it. It's so. clever, but it's got shelf life. That mm-hmm. it really does. Um, I but yeah, it, it does go back to NXT. The whole point of NXT is you're there to to hone your craft and hone your character. So it's really so it, you know, cut. It's like a knife and cuts through to the audience. So why is it when it when everything gets translated over to the main roster, is both the character and the work dull? Um, I don't know. I I, I feel like uh, a large part of it is TV. Um, another like because it it can't be the language they're using, because NXT is still has the same freedom to do what they want on even on like TV stations now, even when they're not just like an indie show on the internet, you know, like. NXT is still NXT. That hasn't been watered down. It's just the 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 main shows of like Raw and SmackDown still have like advertisers in a specific way. And at the end of the day, it's a writers' room and you know everybody else that's on the producing team. That like it's it's one of those things that the old guard needs to step away. And fresh blood needs to step in. Why do you think people are enjoying AEW right now? Because they have more creative freedom, and the you know the wrestlers themselves have more well control over themselves because they're using their own names that they pick, as far as I'm aware. And you know uh, they have more creative freedom over their you've got, own. You've got the people right at the top really invest in the character in terms of their. Presentation. Well, yeah, they they, be- they believe it's... in their employees, you know. It and. The fact that that's refreshing, you know, but can you imagine, right? So, so the the the, like the longest success stories NXT or NXT UK. I'm, I'm talking both of them. So outside the main roster, the longest running success stories. Okay, so we've got Johnny Gargano, who hasn't come mm-hmm. up, and is mm-hmm. and is still flourishing, doing his thing, and being really creative. We've got Adam Cole, mm-hmm. who. It's been XT for a long and it's having fantastic stories and fantastic matches. And obviously um his faction, which is obviously sort of imploding somewhat. Yeah. And then you've got Walter. 
and he's been doing his thing. Can you imagine any of those three would have come up? What would have happened to them? Oh well, heck! I, mean, I saw. I saw. I, I we saw a glimpse of that when we had uh, you know the Bruiser wait to Pete Dunne make a yeah, surprise made, appearance Pete on made, Raw. That, that was that was the one I was thinking of, but didn't say it was Pete Dunne. And he yeah. went, he came and sort of made a brief glimmer, and he sort of went, "Ooh, get out of there, Pete!" Yes, and he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we get into the point where the NXT stars are literally. Some of them are literally saying no like if 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 i I have people saying no if i if i have an option between like if i'm not welcoming nxt and uh my other options are main roster or leave then i'll leave like they know that they'll just end up just somewhere you know and uh, that that either says something that they put or people from the main roster coming back and bizarre of all the people to start that it was tyler breeze which, what going going back? Going, you mean? Yeah, going going back, and and properly making an impact, um, and being like the, the the proper support for everybody coming up, um, which is strange, but you know, and him and him and that people really see value in what people aren't using, and trips of his team can work with a bit of magic, but yeah, it's again. So so this match, like you say, it, it's an advert for for being upset about the transition between NXT and main main quote unquote roster. Yeah. Also um, sorry sorry for Bianca to couldn't hold that uh you know uh that unique pin uh right. Oh is it's it, a show that didn't work out. No I, I, again again it sort of again makes sense of the whole like don't touch my hair if you mm-hmm. it, it all comes back to karma wise if you do. Yeah. Eh. But yeah. So let's get to the back-to-back men's uh, title <laughs> matches. Starting off with uh, the beef! WWE title match. Beef. <laughs> beef, beef alert! Beef alert! It's uh the champion Bobby Lashley <laughs> defeat uh, with uh, uh, MVP in his corner uh, against Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Braun looking very good, by the way. He's, he's got himself in fantastic shape. Oh, yeah. He's kept himself really good now. Like, it, it's impressive how he's changed over the years. And, uh, of course, it's been very he's, evident in this last uh, he's, he's like been dealing, five months. He's been dealing so. with some stuff in, in, terms mm-hmm. of, in terms of body look, you know, physically and mentally. He's been dealing with a bunch of stuff. And it's nice to see him on top of... Of that. I don't think I don't think there was an overall problem with the match itself. Like as I said, like the matches, you know, bar the advert in the middle. Um, but you, the, have... the, the matches themselves are fine. It's just, but it's... with this one, you specifically knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because you know, fine when Braun is stuck in a multi-man match of this caliber, like. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. got to eat the pin. He's eating the pin. It'll, he it'll, to... it'll, yeah, and, it'll take, and it'll take both finishes to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, as, as soon as... Yeah, as soon as... As soon as... <laughs> the Almighty disappeared into his own lightning storm. Oh, by the way... By the way, um, I, I, do, I, I do actually love Bobby's intro. The AR. Can we please uh... not... Can we please not, when we're zooming in on the, the Almighty graphic in the sky... Can we please not, as a camera, go through his penis region? 
they're trying, they're trying they're trying to go underneath his legs obviously yeah unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately they don't and it's, it's very yeah. much very much a case of just like yeah. <laughs> we don't need to know that we don't need to know about his almightiness down there it's um, especially if it's full of lightning and that's just scary I mean, yeah, I don't. Been, yeah, I don't want to be thunderstruck. There was, there was a, there was a lot to sort of go ooh about in this match. I thought, um, case in point, a fucking Michinoku driver. Yeah, <laughs> on on Braun Strowman. On Braun Strowman from Drew, which rightly like... got everybody on the commentary desk out of their seat. Mm-hmm. Um, because what the fuck. <laughs> with that it's like show dominance yeah uh in uh with you know your work ethic and whatnot and uh, of course of course something like that obviously you have to have like uh coordination with because obviously yeah you can't you can't deadlift braun Strowman into that also it's not exactly a type of bump that braun takes you know he's got a butt the head and everything it's not a Mm -hmm. position he's in ever Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of power move, lots of stuff going on. The the, the interactions between uh, the three I thought made sense. You know, we had the bit at the beginning when um, Bobby was trying to get Drew on his side, uh, and then it sort of ended up that way anyway, briefly. But it was more the fact that Drew was annoyed with <laughs> with Braun because Braun just went straight at him. It, mm. I don't know what what stuck out, stood out for you in this one, Pete. Nothing. Nothing. No, it was a match. It was enjoyable, but nothing stood out to me like it. It would be like top of the card. You know, that's the problem with it. Like it is, it's a match that happened. We've had, we've had Bobby Lashley and McIntyre for a while now and the only way they could change it up is to stick Braun in there Braun is one where you could just go ah he's big he's a threat I'm I, I've said this for ages I'm I'm tired of the McIntyre project at the moment like I, I just need a breather from Drew being we might we might get there. it mm-hmm. courtesy of Kofi um yes I yeah which would be different I would like Bobby to go up against... I, I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to do as well as Brock Lesnar does, where he's a big guy, and up against smaller guys, he'll be he'll come across very, very well in terms of the matches because he can just throw the smaller guys around. Now, that being said, Brock and Bobby are very different in how they work in the ring, and Brock is... I'm not saying Bobby's not athletic, but I feel like Bobby's just gonna the way Bobby's been portrayed at the moment in his matches is he'll stand there, he'll do like he's he's ah, the very same way that Braun Strowman used to be when we first got Braun, where he where Bobby is the big lumbering guy and he'll get outfoxed a little bit and outpaced a little bit and then he'll spear a ring post like an idiot because they moved because his opponent's too fast for Bobby Lashley. But you know, Bobby just does well when he can pick up his opponent and throw him around. Like yeah. Brock is very much the same, but there's which a little he, bit. Which of... he did do with Braun as well, didn't he? He did the sort of the big lifts, yeah. like Giranagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the Uranagi type thing, but it's I think they called it a spine buster as well because um, quite sure. <laughs> I, I I just We've I just want to see, I, I want to see Bobby versus other people for a little bit. Like if if WWE is invested in the Bobby Lashley project, let's get Bobby for a little bit versus many people. And I say many people. I don't want to see a feud against Randy Orton for fucking four months. Actually, the, that would, booking wise, that would make sense. If you have like, well, we no, nobody can apparently stop Bobby Lashley, and just he's just going for everybody, and it is almost like, who have we got this week to go up against him? Well, you have a go because it's not working. Yeah. Give me that, you know, but do it in a way that it makes sense, you know. Yeah. Like once the the Orton and um, Riddle thing comes to a close, you know, and they finish doing their thing, and Bobby's gone through half the locker room in terms of smaller people like the Ricochet, the Kofi mm. Kingston, you know, Xavier Woods because he'll pick up Kofi's uh, bell once he's been annihilated, and then all of a sudden you get MVP and Bobby in the ring going. We've taken on everything that your lockers had to go. We've done from the bigs. We've gone to your smalls. Who's there left to come in the way? You know, they'll do the thing where they're facing the Titan Tron, addressing the locker room. No, I'm saying that, you know, the way you go from. It would be good for SummerSlam. I'm saying that if you want to, if you want to go the route where you get Orton, you do that, and you get Orton do the thing where he runs in and RKO's Bobby out of nowhere while they're cutting that promo while they're waiting for someone to come out, you mm. know, and then that and then Orton can do is look at me, I just RKO'd the champion, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then him up into the feud, and you know, like. Orton can't. Orton will have to do the things. Bobby can still throw him around a little bit because he's, you know, he's not tall and massive. He's about the same. He's about the same sort of size as um, McIntyre. You know, maybe a little oh, bit that short. Was one of the thing. When they did the double suplex on Broad, boy, was that awkward because there's such a height difference mm. between Bobby Lashley and and Drew McIntyre. Being Paul McIntyre, yeah, it, but it really was like Braun. Braun looked like he was in danger. I'm just. Point. All I'm saying is that I'm just tired of these three month cards. Like, if they're gonna have multiple pay per views, like if they're gonna have a pay per view every three, four weeks or something like that, then show us the variety of the 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 massive fucking roster you have. You know, people who watch the WWE television are invested in the whole roster. We're not just invested in the champion, you know. You've got the roster there. We know these people can be, you know, champions or whatever. You just need to, like, not just stick with, hey, Bobby and Drew, they've got a thing going on. How can we make them have a thing for the next pay-per-view? And, and you can, if you want to, cycle through, you know, oh, it's, it's Lashley versus a powerhouse. It's Lashley versus a technical guy. It's Lashley versus a speedy guy. It's, you know, Lashley versus you know, a, a, a sneaky heel. You know, you can still do that. Because Lashley doesn't care. That's... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's nothing against Braun and Drew. I just want to see something else other than Bobby and Drew. Have the rest of the Hurt business try and get revenge. Do bloody summon. Yeah. Like... Elevate some people, fuck's sake. Like, 
we had Drew for pretty much a solid year, and I I just could do with someone else. Like the only way they could have spiced up Drew doing something else is by turning him heel, and I don't think that would have worked for his character at that point because there are so many heels on the roster. It oh, will you know, work for his up... character, but not yet. This is the thing. yeah. It's like well, at the moment he's like the hot marketing boy for the company at the moment mm. um and him being a heel also, he's got Vince's he's... sword and vince loves to see his sword on tv oh let him cut a bitch up then anyway let's move on to um a, a pretty decent match with a really shit finish we're talking about roman reigns versus cesaro for the universal champion i love this the match was fantastic yeah it's, it was yeah. it was told really well it was told it was told well for what, what what we could do with you know even with the daniel bryan stuff interspewed with the the story but it was told well it's just what happened after the match yes because like what happened after the match made it feel like this match should have been earlier in the card and not last mm. also you don't know how to take it and you don't know oh. how to take it because it's WWE. So here's the here's, here's the thing. Like the ma- I'm not gonna uh, like I'm not gonna talk about the match too much. The match, go watch it. It's fantastic. Cesaro and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is obviously in the best part of his career. Personally. This is this is the Roman Reigns that we were we were told was there. Yeah. Years back. Um, and we all know how good Cesaro is. So go watch the match. But after the match. Cesaro gets jumped by Seth Rollins. Fucking oh, fucking circus okay, ringmaster okay. sponsored by Dulux. What the hell was going like, on with that? Like it just made no sense. I would have preferred the apparent showdown they teased of Reigns versus Rollins. Fuck me. That would have been so much more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seth Rollins. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me go! But the problem, but the problem there is obviously you got heel versus heel. In that. Oh, but again, again, this is one of those ones where it where it doesn't actually matter because you've got Rollins being sneaky, sneaky. But you could then Story. have it that he wants Seth to come the, into line as well. The, the storyline, yeah, exactly. The storyline between Rollins and Reigns is Reigns is the belt. Reigns is you will tow my line. I'm head of the table, and you've got Rollins saying, well, you know, I am the best, I'm the beast slayer, I'm the king slayer, and I'm here to set uh, an example for all of you, and you should all, you know, follow me. It's 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 the alpha male thing with the pair yeah. of them. I mean, wrestling they, is they all about They were falling the over themselves to beat up Cesaro, so it was... Like, I, I think that would have been better. They didn't need to be... Rollins beating down Cesaro. Well, it's we the it's, it's, it could have literally have ended with with it looking like Rollins comes down and he's gonna he's gonna take out Cesaro, but he takes out the Usos and has the fucking stare down. Now, I think the only reason they didn't do that is because they would have thought it would have made Rollins portrayed as a face because he's taken out the Usos. R- Rollins being Rollins being pissed that he's not the right hand man would have been interesting. That could have been Rollins a story. Being but, yeah, but, like, look, Rollins, I'm your brother. I'm your brother from the road. We've been through all this together. And, you know, I'm sorry, that's slightly more than your cousins you vaguely hang out with. 
Rollins, I don't think Rollins would have liked to have been second fiddle to anybody. Yes, but then, and then you and have, think, yeah, then you think, have him trying to bring it down from I, within. I think, I think that that's the yeah. But we had that with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Like, yeah, mm. but you've also got then, but then you've also got Heyman, the Heyman factor of Heyman trying to counsel. You know, this isn't a good idea, and you know, now that I would see, I could see that part where instead of trying to push the because the usos are going to be a thing on their own and i don't really want to interrupt that story that's there between jim uh jimmy and jay mm-hmm. but having rollins be inside of that faction and trying to talk versus Heyman, i'm down for that that sounds like that could be very interesting mm. those two have had good interactions as well yeah which we've seen like, on talking smack and everything else it's just I, I like, I think Rollins as a heel, I kind of, I, I dig this, I don't dig the whole Messiah thing, but Rollins when he's his heel is so much more enjoyable to watch than when he's a face. He's a, as we know, he's a smarmy git. He comes across as a smarmy git. And again, this, like is, this is the character turned up to 11. We know he's Kevin, an asshole. Kevin, like respects like. Right? <laughs> Oh dear, but we're right. We're right, aren't we, guys? I, I, I just feel like A, this shouldn't have ended the show. It was bizarre and it felt really slow. And what, what, where does that leave Roman? Like, who's Roman going to face? Like, there's, there's, if you want to do a tie in to tell you where that story's going, because at the moment now it's just going to look like it's going to be in fighting and we get instead of jay versus roman we have jimmy versus roman at hell in a cell and we get the repeat from last year's hell in a cell is that what is that why they've pulled that store that hell in a cell forward to redo that story because there's no need for it uh, we've got a load of people with injuries as well <laughs> why, would, why, would we, why would you pull forward hell in a cell that makes no sense i mean the the, the only difference is going to be in that story is like jay's going to be the linchpin like the the other difference was jimmy ran in and and you know saved jay mm. by submitting for submitting for him you know and yeah. telling him that, that but what happens here like jay's already on roman's side and jimmy's just trying to turn him back like is is this is this the story that we're going to see going into hell in a cell? Is it going to be, is it going to be the family like the head of the the table? You know what's also slightly unfortunate in a way. It's unfortunate the new day are on Raw because well, have the new day versus the Usos as part well, of that. Well, no, because we we've got the established, you know, you know brotherhood of rivalry thing with the with the pet with them, and it would have been good that jimmy actually had somebody who had his back because there's nobody who actually has jimmy's back in mm. this it's I, like... if, if, they've, if they've pulled up hell in a cell to to basically do the story again i'm not going to be happy i'm not going to be interested <coughs> i mean we're probably not going to be happy or interested anyway to be honest are we but <laughs> but i just like, like do we really need to see the story again within six months i i don't know my my thing that i'm concerned about is oh hidden highlight by the way um after after the match watch cesaro after the match when when he comes around because he comes around 
it's not like an oh, oh I'm disappointed. He comes out in a panic because he doesn't didn't know where he was. Mm-hmm. And he was he was all out of place and it actually it got my attention and it got me that it was like, wait, is he okay? Because he made it, it look like so he was like different for somebody to just sort of go, you know, just you know, really, you know, out of it and like not sure where they are and checking with the ref like wait, did I win? Is it over? What's going on? Not, no idea of their bearings bearings at all. Um that's really good. But the thing with the the subsequent beatdown is with this you don't I was saying you don't know because it's WWE and how WWE are you don't know if that's a storyline thing or if that's a message to us the fans to shut up now what you know cuz cuz Cesaro has been oh what as in, as in we've been asking for Cesaro for so yeah, long and then you've had like, him now right we decimated him move on mm. instruction to us which again is the sort of thing they yeah. have done before well, no because we had a blinder of a match and we want more of it yes but do they want to give us it this is the thing well, fuck, I don't give a fuck what they care about I care what I care about and that's what <laughs> WWE should care about what the fans want and not I'm, what they want I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry I'm sorry wait, wait. I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting a, a telegram from from Vince Kennedy. Well, that's, because, that's because one you're from the one, same fucking second. century that Vince one, one Kennedy. Se- one, se- one second, excuse me. Um, it says, um, oh. "Dear Pete, stop. Fuck you. That's why. Stop." <laughs> um, oh wait a minute. I've got an email here from uh, one an, Paul Levesque. Email. Is, email. Is, what is that? <laughs> it's an email from one Mr. Paul Levesque. It says, "Fuck you, Kevin." Pete's right. Fans are where we should be laying yeah, yeah, exactly. Authority. Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you, Kevin Dunn. Right up. There yeah. we go. <laughs> right. Uh, quick round the room before we call this a day. Mr. Oh, John, Mark's out of 10. Oh, okay, fine. Jeez. <laughs> um, I... I was going to give this higher, but now on reflection, it was pretty... Shall we say safe? And by that, I'll put that in reflection of my score and just give it a five. Just Kevin, mine's a five. Two of those are for Cesaro, and one of them is for Busy's ACL. I'm gonna give this a seven. Matches were good, stories were shite, ending was bad. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> it is the best WWE pay per view we've had in a while. And I Ooh, think no that that is worthy of a seven, personally. For yeah, you, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's what um, if you guys, if you were wondering about the Predictions Championship, didn't do it this time. I know we were planning to do it. Um, a couple of reasons. Number one, my computer was all of a, all, all of a screwy. Uh, but number two was, and I discussed this with Turbo before we started, actually. Pretty certain all three of us would have just picked the same thing. In, in this one um I, I think we'd have just picked everything as is and you know what, what's the point we've got other stuff coming up which has got more variety and uh, be fun to discuss and we'll get to speaking that of variety and what's coming up the next show that we'll be back for will be aew's double or nothing indeed however before that before we go on to that do you will notice 
the hat that uh, Mr. Pete Titans Green Nevercut is wearing. Uh, if you are not aware, Pete does a, a special charity event every year called Race for Good. And that hat, among other things, is available to buy to support it. Pete, why don't you do a little quick spiel about Race for Good and how I mean, people I mean, can support I mean, a fantastic charity? I mean, the, the hat is not Race for Good merch. Uh, the hat is let's race no the hat is let's race merch was available regardless it's representative um, of it is representative <laughs> of my brand yes let's race um let's race is a thing guys if you follow me personally on uh the twitches or my twitter you would see that i'd go I'd do this every year we are in year four where we raise money for special effect uh from june 21st to june 28th uh, i'll be doing a week-long uh charity raising session with my good friend the british andy once again uh but we're not alone and we're joined by a, a cornucopia of sonic based community streamers around the world and we will be raising money for special effect throughout most of it. Uh, if you do want to buy it, there is limited merch. We have, if Kevin had warned me we'd be talking about this, I'd have had everything ready. I saw the hat and uh, thought we should. <laughs> cool. Uh, but there are Let's Race, uh, like, sorry. So every year we do a Race for Good specific t-shirt, which will be which is available now on uh, my project phoenix productions merch i'm sure kevin will have a link kevin will edit in his in at this point kevin will edit a thing yes with the power of editing uh but we are doing uh to popular demand on feedback from last year we are doing something new which is a limited edition race for good pin badge these will be available from june 21st there is only 40 of them sales will start for those on the tiltify page uh for race for good 2021 uh, and they will start when the stream goes live on June 21st at 8am. Yeah, British summertime. Yeah, if you're not, again, if you're not familiar with Race for Good, check out lastminutecontinue.com. You can find links to the last couple of years worth of streams on there. Find out what it's all about. Both myself and Turbo have contributed over the years as well to it. It's, it's a fantastic cause with special effects. Um, and Pete and his fellows would love to see you on the day to have fun and uh, raise some money for a. That would make me lose lives and lose. And, and making you, you personally, yes, you sitting at home there, either listening to this or watching this, you could make this man wear oven mitts. And if that isn't a worthwhile expenditure of your good hard cash, then what is? Food. Shelter, bollocks. Get some, get some muffs on him. <laughs> get some muff on him. Get some, get some muffs get on him. Get some muffs on him. There's a t-shirt for next year. <laughs> get some muff on him, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back next time. The next show we'll be talking about will be a all uh, all elite wrestling's double or nothing, which is happening later this month. Think it's a week on Sunday. Think so. Yeah. I think yeah. The full cards already out apparently, so that's. Uh... uh no, I think we got more to come next week. There's not a lot. <laughs> like there's some stuff on the card, but there's. Strange. I think there's more to come. It's, it's odd because they've said it's the full card. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, but yes, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, we've had. We have been John, Turbo Finley. Yeah. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Yeah, yeah. 
And just like I'm your champion in life, I'm also your last-minute kick-out prediction champion, probably only until Double or Nothing, where Mr. Kevin will try and take my shiny thing that I do not have but should have in my room away from me. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Bye-bye. See you, folks.